Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi guys, you're very welcome to episode 39 of the Teas and Seas Apply podcast. My name is Chelsea. And my name is Tygan. In this episode, we are talking about the Teas and Seas of going back to school, putting on that uniform and just going, All right, lads, welcome back. <sighs> you're, not, you're not looking forward to it? I don't know why you're not looking forward to it. You're not even in school anymore. I know, but just the idea of the poor fuckers having to get <laughs> up. And go to school every day and learn. Are you, oh, you, I was about to say, I'm glad you said learn there because I thought you were talking about the teachers. No, I don't feel sorry for you at all. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for the teachers at all because I understand it's not, the, it's not the easiest job to teach. But it's also, it's a great job as well because you get a whole summer off. You get midterms off. You get more time off than I do. Listen, we can talk about okay. that another another occasion when we ha- we talk all about being a teacher. I'm sure there'll be an episode in some far away season, okay? Far, far away. Far, far away. But more importantly, right now we're going to have to do a, a little sneaky segue. You're looking at me so what? blankly. <laughs> you're like, what's the segue? What are you looking at me? You, what? You're looking at me as if you've had a bump on the head. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so before we get into talking about things. All things back to school. That came out Irish. Let me try that again. <laughs> Just go with it. <laughs> I'm not editing it. Oh, you have to. I'm not editing <laughs> it. <laughs> Before we get into chatting all things back to school, oh, on this yeah. week's Patreon. Stop laughing at me, man. <laughs> on this week's Patreon, I fill you guys in on the gruesome details of an injury I received from yours truly. <laughs> water because half of it went into my fucking lungs and all I kept doing was like moving my arms around moving my hands around to look for Tyg because I was like he better be fucking close by <laughs> after trying to fucking kill me and I just felt him and I grabbed onto him and he was like you're all right you're all right I was like I'm not fucking all right I swear my head was banging 
It was such an impact. It was like, it wasn't even the side of my head. It's like when I came back up, his ass just connected <laughs> with the crown of my head and just sent me straight back down. It was very painful. I love how you were still laughing clearly, at that. Clearly, clearly this injury is still having an effect on you. Maybe we do need to check you for concussion because <laughs> you were looking at me so blankly for that. We were like, what? What head injury? I'm still <laughs> paying the price from that, lads. <laughs> But if you want to hear all about that, go and check out this week's Patreon. Go sign up. Like I said, this is the second last episode of season two. So you need to go and sign up to Patreon pronto. That's right. If you want to hear from us after this season, it's the only place you're going to have us other yep. than on YouTube as well. You can go follow that as well and uh, see some of the extra stuff we're doing. But let's let's go. Let's, let's ring that school bell and let's go back to school. Let's go. Okay, I'm very aware that we have a lot of UK and a lot of American listeners to the podcast. So How are you, lads? This, this, you're, well, one, you're probably like, if you're in America, you're like, why are you talking about going back to school? We went back three weeks ago. Yeah. And if you're in the UK, you're probably like, why are you talking about going back to school? We're not going back for another two weeks. So this is based off of Ireland, okay? I don't know if you've, you've picked up from the accents, but uh, we are Irish living in Ireland talking about... I'm like girls! Right, we're not, we're not <laughs> Vogue and Spencer. Okay, darling, okay. We're not, we're not living in Hooth. Okay. <laughs> I'm no. like girls. Cop on, cop on. We're different, okay. But we, based on that, it's easier to just get Irish figures sometimes for stuff. And I'm gonna ask you a question, right? Right. I've got the figures for how much it costs for one year of primary school, secondary school, and of college. Right. So I'm intrigued to see how much cost do you think there's involved in sending your kid back to school for one year. We start with primary school. How much do you think it costs to send your kid to a primary school for one year in Ireland? Jesus, I didn't even... I have no idea. I thought it was just you're paying for books. Oh, my God. There's so much more. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know why I became posh saying that. Oh, my God. What? What? I thought it was just, obviously, the uniforms, the books, and then you had to pay up for, like, say, like, I don't know. I'll give you the breakdown later on of stuff. I'll give you the breakdown later on of all the different stuff that's involved in sending your kid back to school. But right. one year primary school, what do you reckon it costs nowadays? I have no idea. €1,500 on average. What? Yep. For one year, for one kid in primary school. What about secondary school? Oh, Christ, I have no idea. Again, I thought it was just your paying for the books and stuff. Well, you're not, we're not talking about like you're not well you might technically no that's what I thought you all school. had to pay we're talking about the contributions of loads of all the different stuff transport uniforms books all of that accumulated together oh I'd say for second school anyway definitely be way more than that because there's a lot more to get yeah yeah it's nearly double it's 2,800 euros mental what about one year in college oh college is astronomical probably like four or five grand oh more. oh bum dumb numbers up that's rookie numbers right there Oh wait! Now you're taking into consideration if they're go staying on student accommodation, blah blah blah, twenty thirty grand. You're getting closer. So in Ireland, it's about fifteen thousand a year. So over the course of let's say your educational lifetime, right? Because primary school in Ireland, you're kind of looking at about twelve and a half grand Jesus. for the primary school time. Then secondary school is about fifteen to sixteen grand, and then for college, you're looking at sixty grand. Mental. Like that's upwards. That's nearly like for an education, lads. That's nearly eighty-five to ninety thousand euros for your entire education. And I know, I know the Americans out there going, "I would happily have yeah. my child educated for ninety grand." I know, I know. You're all I'm gonna say is your education. America's a sucks. joke. 
my heart goes out to any Americans watching this when it comes to the edge case. It's, just, it's fucking joke. No, it's a mess. It is a living mess. But like, like 90 grand is still a lot. Yeah. Like that's that's a couple of years salary for some people. Mm. Do you know? So anyway, going into the breakdown because you were like, I, I didn't realize there was so much involved. To it, I right? didn't. So this is done by Zurich. You know, Zurich? Zurich. Zurich. Sorry. So this was done by Zurich, right? Uh, the insurance crowd. Um, and they've like done a massive breakdown of all of the different things. So like in terms of like this is more for secondary school rather than for primary school because some of the costs. Grinds mm-hmm. cost a small fortune. On average in Ireland, 600 euro is spent on grinds. If not more. Because when I was doing, I did grinds when I was in my leaving cert year and it was 100 euro. I'd have a spent grind. more as well. I'd have definitely spent more. But like. I suppose fifth and sixth year is an ex- a massive exception. Like, you know, you're going to be spending so much more that year than any other year on grinds. But again, this is the average based on all of the different people in Ireland. Transport was actually way less. It was about 400. So getting your buses, some people get taxis, some some people, if you can walk or cycle, I mean, you're laughing, but mm. like, it's like it's not cheap sending your kid to school. Um, lunches came third, which I would have thought would have been way more. Well, again, it all depends. Like, not a lot of schools have, not a lot of schools have like the the prepared meals and stuff like that. It's getting a bit more common now. It is now, but when I was there, there was no like mm. there. You had your canteen food. You might get a roll, some curry chips, like random shit like that. Like, but nothing major. I mostly brought my own lunch. Because it was cheaper to bring my own lunch. Yeah, I was the same. When I was in school, it was always you bring your own lunch rather than what was there. Because back in the day, the canteen was literally just chocolate bars. That's all we had. Yeah. And literally, leaving certain year, they brought in soup. And it was always gone. That was it. Soup. And it was the... Gone. First thing. No I used to love the... I don't know if you had them in your school. We used to have... So, like, in the morning time, they would serve certain things in the morning time for the first break than they would in the evening break. Mm -hmm. So in the first break, everybody, and now when I tell you everybody, anybody from Tullamore College watching this, vouch for me when I say this, we used to bolt for the canteen on the first break because that's when they did all the chicken fillet rolls. So everybody would go to the canteen on the first break, get their chicken fillet roll to have on their big break because there were huge rolls and there were only three euro. Oh my God. They were huge rolls. So you'd get a hot chicken fillet roll with sweet chili sauce or you could get a plate, like a cold chicken roll with lettuce and mayo and oh. So we would literally sprint for the canteen. And um, and because they'd only have a certain amount of rolls brought in, they'd be pre-made. And, and they'd only have a certain it. amount of rolls. And if you didn't get a roll that day, you weren't getting it at Jealous. all. Jealous. Yeah. Jealous. You know, there was no such People thing People were buying it. I'd buy it off you. I'd give you an for extra two euro. Or something yeah. like that. I would. I'll give you an extra two. So if you got there early, the you could make a nice profit off this. Easy, and that's oh. what, but that's what some lads were doing. Some lads were actually buying three or four at a time and selling and them, selling them on. Oh, but actually genius! Got, genius, but it got to the stage where like they were like, we're not having this. Like you, 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 you don't even one. want them. You yeah. don't even want them. You buy one, and that's it. Like some people just didn't even want them; just wanted to make a profit. And then the teachers and stuff kind of caught on what was happening. And they, they stopped it. You, you were allowed to buy one roll and that's it. Do you ever have the kid in school other than the chicken filler roll, lads? They used to like always have like a bag of stuff that they would sell. Like what? Like chocolate bars and sweets and all this stuff. No. Like real locker entrepreneurs, as I would call them. I mean, maybe there was. I just never I never noticed it. But oh I don't think so. Oh my God. There was everything in our school. I don't think so. I, I was, 
at one stage because I would have been involved with the local discos as well in some sort of way. I was the 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 glow stick dealer. Oh god! And I made a I made a killing in school. Yeah, because you would sell glow sticks in school. Yeah, but you see, you're missing you're missing the point here, right? Is that like you know how you could get the wrist ones? Yeah, and they're basic enough. You can get them anywhere, right? I used to get the big, massive, chunky lads. But again, in school. Yeah, so this You wouldn't be having discos in you're school. Not, you're not listening, you're not listening, right? So what you would do is in the lead up to the local disco that would be on on the Saturday night, or if you were really lucky, there would be like one on a Friday night. During the week, you'd be telling people, listen, I've got a batch of these ones coming in. I've got whatever color. You've got the bright green or the bright yellow or blue or whatever. Be, or for the girls, I've got pink, whatever. And uh, all throughout the week, they'd be like, I'll buy three, I'll buy four. There's a gang of us meeting up at a house and like getting ready to get her there beforehand. So I'll take seven because there's all whatever. For God's sake. And I'd sell them a two euro pop every week. Whatever I brought into school was always sold. Gone. No hassle. What's this lad dealing? Huh? <laughs> dealing clothes. Dealing. <laughs> dealing as everything. Trust me, they're selling a lot worse nowadays. Fucking hell. A lot worse nowadays. Christ. Oh, it's brutal. The thing that we're dealing with most at the moment is vapes and drugs and stuff like that. Like back in the d- really? I would happily go back to the days of catching a kid selling glow sticks over anything else. Yeah. Do you know to what I mean? Fair, yeah. Harmless. We're harmless. That's back harmless, then. yeah. Do you know? Oh God. Um the other thing that uh that's on this list that's expensive is books. But yeah. I'm hoping that that starts to change a bit. Books are fucking mental. They're starting to go towards mental. the e-books. Which and to be I'm fair, I got quite with. lucky. In the sense that by the time it came for me to go to secondary school, like some of my cousins or my brothers or like that, like had books to hand down, like they never got rid of them. Um, so when it came to like any any Irish student listen to this will understand this. You got all the hand me downs <laughs> of revised wise. Anybody that had all the revised wise books, like they were always kept. You, for every subject, you had a revised wise because they weren't cheap. Nah, those books like and they were like. The best revised wise book. The concussion's kicking <laughs> the in again. Is it? Yeah. Um, they were the best revision books to get. In mm. my opinion, anyway, I really, really enjoyed those books. They were really good. Um, but thankfully, when it came for me to go to school, I was able to get all them off my cousins and stuff like that for certain subjects that I was doing, which was great. Same with books that I might have needed. Didn't like, you know, they might not have got rid of them or anything like that. But like, when you have to buy a book like and they're big motherfucking books what killed me was buying books that you barely used mm. like it would be on your list of stuff to buy grand you'd get you you know you'd, you'd, your parents you'd would dish out a fortune, fortune from, for the, and then 40 the teacher, euro a book depending like. on what teacher you got in and the subject so they walk now nah, we won't be using that this year and you're just like what was the what point? was it on my list for like there was so many times that was happening now i would always keep whatever i wasn't using i'd keep it for whoever else would be starting school mm. in my family but like if you didn't have that kind of like rotation in your family where you were hand-me-down books same with uniforms never mind books oh. Same thing with uniforms. We did that with uniforms. <laughs> Anybody that like had a uh, uniform from the year in front of you, like they finished school, the uniform fitted you, you were getting that uniform because uniforms weren't cheap. I and even, I didn't mind that. Like. I would say you probably kind of experienced it. Well, actually, you might not have had the same. I don't have older brothers. Now I was thinking you don't have any older sisters, but you had cousins that went to the same school, didn't yeah. you? I didn't have older cousins. I, well, I, I didn't have any females. My uniform was still somehow hand-me-downed. It was like it had gone through about five people before it reached me. I <laughs> Stretched all over the place in every direction. I was like, Mom, threw it on to me in first year. I like, got my brother's like jumper. I got my brother's jumper, I think, 
because he finished school but because we were in the same school he, he obviously had the same jumper like the uniform was the exact same the only difference was girls could wear skirts if they wanted to that was the only difference um, but like I got their jumpers mm. their ties their shirts like because they fit me grand like happy outfit. do you know it's, it's not like there's a female version and a girl for, uh, a male version no they were all unisex, the same like, it? it was all unisex uniforms so it was fucking mighty we used to mum used to get as I said, the Americans are probably like uniforms. What are those? Mam used to get like just a normal one from Duns or whatever. And I don't know who she used to go to, but she used to be able to get the crest of the school uniform. Stop. From and then she would stitch it onto that one. She was like, there you go. Now new jumper. I was like, uh, it's a different color to the actual one, but I, it's close, like, I suppose. But like it became a real thing in my school for a while that like you just would get T-shirts or you get the, the, the school jumper one without yeah, but sure. the school can, logo. Can you? you just go plain. You're like, mm, it's the same color. And you're just like, yeah, close enough. <laughs> yeah, but you know? you know what? I don't blame her for doing that because uniforms are so it's expensive. How expensive. It's like I think at the time when I was going to school anyway, for just the jumper alone was like eighty euro, if not more, mm. just for the jumper. But going back to the point we were talking about, because clothes was on the list as well. We could talk about shoes later on. Um, with books, I'm so glad that it's all changing now. That like, like as well as the whole uniform thing being a little bit more relaxed so that there's different types of uniforms so that they're not wearing the same uniform every day. Um, like, the fact that all the schools are going towards e-books now and going online or yeah. having Google Classroom or uh, Microsoft Teams or whatever you're using and, like, using those programs instead and putting stuff online. Oh, it's so much better. But here's my question to you as a teacher, right? Do you honestly think that is beneficial? Now, my reason being for this question is, are are you like not encouraging kids to be on their like to use technology more rather than books? Because we're always saying like, oh, keep kids away from technology and put them back into books. So I'm kind of like, if you're moving all the teaching kind of criteria and stuff like that onto technology and online and all that sort of stuff with the ebooks and whatnot, which is a great idea, I agree. Well, hundred percent, I agree. But then you're not putting pressure onto parents and on top of that to be like, okay, you had to fork out this amount of money for, say, the books. Now you're going to have to go and fork out this amount of money for a fucking iPad. Right. So Do you get me? I get where you're coming from. And to be fair, it is the viewpoint that a lot of parents take to it. But what they're not looking at is their kid, cause, and not that I want to point fingers or anything, but let's, I'm going with the majority of kids. Okay, I'm talking about 90 to 95 percent. 90 to 95 percent of kids have a phone that has access to the Internet. It's probably an iPhone or it's going to be an expensive Android. Okay, it might as well. It's probably more advanced than what most people have as computers in their home. Yeah. So them having downloaded Google Classroom isn't a big deal. They could literally if they if kids really wanted that, they could do the majority of their homework on their phone, text it out like they do. Okay, so this whole, oh, well, now that it's gone online, I need to get my child a laptop or whatever. It's like, no, you don't. You really don't. Your kids are so capable on their phone. If they really cared, they would do it on their phones. No hassle. Yeah, but again, you're just taking away the element, I feel like, of truly learning. Let me finish, though, because you're about to go, you can only learn from a book. Bullcrap. No, no, I wasn't going to say that at all. I genuinely wasn't going to say that at all. As in, like... They're, they're not going to be doing handwriting anymore, really. As in... Mm, no, so I would like disagree learn, with that. Like, learning to fucking write is a basic skill. I like. would disagree with that. What? Yeah, I, I would. Know. I would massively disagree with you on that one because 
first off, my issue is that coming into secondary school, I think a lot of kids don't have good writing because it's not a skill practice more at primary school. I'm not coming after primary school teachers in case there's any primary school teachers out there. But coming into secondary school, you can see the difference in ability based on the different schools. I hate saying that. Mm. There are some primary schools you can see that they have spent time focusing on literacy, focusing on numeracy and making sure that the writing is clear and eligible. And then there's some schools you can see that like it just wasn't. It yeah. just wasn't a priority. Now, I'm saying that again, you, you, you look at different schooling systems and the way it was done with primary school. Some suit some kids, some don't suit them. Yeah. Do you know, the schools that put a lot of pressure on numeracy and literacy in primary school might not necessarily suit lots of boys. And it's it's taught in a different way. And some of those boys might not necessarily do well in that system as a result. I just feel like from when like I was in school, I, haven't, I get the whole premise of them bringing in the technology and trying to update the education. I get it, right? I do get it. And I do agree with it in some form. But I'm also kind of like, from when I was in school, especially when it came to like exam years and stuff like that, and you were trying to study and whatnot, I always found as in like my laptop or, or, or my phone was a massive distraction and I feel like if you've got all this on your phone or an iPad or whatever your kid will get easily distracted I would actually have to say like take my phone away from me as I'm not in school like if I was studying oh, yeah, at home yeah, yeah, I'd like I'd leave my phone downstairs on the microwave and I'd come up to my room and I'd study for whatever length of time and come back down and get my phone. Because if my phone was such an easy access to me, I get you. I'd go on it. So I'm like, if you're putting everything on Google School or whatever you call it, Google, Google Classroom. Thank you. If you're putting that on Google Classroom and it's an app on the phone or an app on the iPad, kids can get so easily distracted by, oh, I'll just go out of the app now and I'll fucking go into TikTok or I'll go, like. But you see, then that is that the school's fault or is that. The parents. No, but I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. It's the student's fault. To, yeah, but you got to look at it and go: Is that down to self determination not to go and use your phone for other things? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll be down to the student. But that's what I'm talking about: students, young people, not just students, but young people in general are so easily distracted. I, I, in leaving search year. I was doing that. I kept getting distracted, and I was constantly coming out of. You know, I'd be like, say, so I used to use my phone. As a recorder. So this is the weirdest way I used to record. So I used to have a phone. But I used to also have like a voice recorder. But the tape ran out. So I had to use my phone. But I used to. When I was studying. Say for especially English and history. I'd, used to, I'd have to do a lot of essay writing. And stuff like that. And my way to study for those two subjects. Was to read about a certain topic. That I had to write about. And I'd record myself reading it. And then I would put in headphones. If I was out for a walk. Or going to sleep or like that. And I'd play I play myself back and I would hear myself over and over, right? Bear in mind that I didn't use my phone for school other than that. But I always found when I was doing that, I was easy getting distracted and going, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop for about ten minutes now. I'm gonna flick through Facebook or because there was no TikTok at the time. I'm gonna flick through Facebook or wow, I feel like a dinosaur saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise you were over fifty. I feel like a dinosaur <laughs> saying that. There was no TikTok back then. <laughs> um and like I got so easily distracted. Whereas I just feel like if you if you try to put all education based onto so as not social media, onto technology, I just feel like you're taking away a part of the physical learning aspect where they physically have to write and read and 
You're you're completely dead against it. I was about to say, are we about to go down the rabbit hole? Because no, I'll, we're not. We're not for two seconds. Can I go down the rabbit hole for two seconds? Because I can. I know that there's going to be teachers out there that are screaming at me to say some of these things. And there's probably a lot of parents out there going, "Come on, then back it up, Mister Teacher Face. Come on, say, say something." So she she's made some valid points, right? A couple of things about that, right? One, when it comes to Google Classroom, there is no excuses. That's the thing that I really love about it. So. For example, you talk about the physical learning. A lot of physical learning still happens in the classroom. Like, very rarely would I actually be using technology going, okay, take out your phones or take out your iPads or whatever, and I want you to type away, do this, whatever. It's not really my thing. And I, don't, I think a lot of teachers would agree the physical learning of writing and practicing that skill still happens in the classroom. Right. So that's like, it's not like technology is taking over all over the place. Okay. There is certain elements where, let's say, Particularly, like, if I have a two-week project that I'm doing with the kids on solar system, for example, I might put the assignment up on Google Classroom and say, right, the due date is this date, whatever, so it's there. And this is the instructions. Here's what you have to do. You've got two weeks, okay? So the kids might go off and they might type up the document and it means that they can edit that over time. I can look at it over time, etc. They can submit and say, what do you think of that? I go, oh, I would change this or that or other and add this piece in. And they can go off and redo it and resubmit it. Right. That's a really great system when it's done correctly like that. Okay. If a kid isn't in for a day, let's say if we're going back to the way we were educated, if, they, if you weren't in for a day and that kind of assignment was handed out, you didn't have a wrote in your journal. Okay. You would not have known about it. Two weeks later, then... You know, if your teacher hasn't given reminders all the time in class or whatever, they'd come to hand in the homework and going, I didn't have that because I went in that day. Well, you had two weeks. You should have known about it. Do not ask anyone in your class about what you missed. Yeah. All this stuff. And then you get in trouble. Whereas if it goes up in Google Classroom, no matter if you're sick or whatever, particularly the last two years when it was COVID, there's no excuse. It's still up on Google Classroom. Yeah. Takes away that big excuse. Yeah, no, I'm not this. I'm not putting down the idea of like, going on technology at all. Like, it is a fantastic idea and it is great, especially for the likes of the pandemic where you, teachers couldn't do in class learning and stuff like that. Like, I, it was fantastic. But I'm just afraid that I'm talking like as if I'm fucking teaching, <laughs> like I'm in the school. This is you. This is what's going to happen in maybe 15, 20 years' time when you're going to have to have those parent teacher conferences. Yeah. That's like, this is what's happening right now. So, Miss Hinchy, sorry. Well, Miss Hinchy O'Donovan, are you, going, are, you, are you going double barrel? No. You're going just O'Donovan. O'Donovan, yeah. Okay. Uh, Miss O'Donovan, um, your, your, your young son here in first year, he settled well at the beginning, but now he's not doing his homework. Okay. I think we, we just need you to get a little bit more involved in, your, in his education. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're asking me. Was that have, a question? Have you have you been checking his Google Classroom recently? No. Well, I mean, as a parent, you should have access through the system to be able to have a look. We would recommend you have a look at. I Google do feel Classroom. like though. I do feel like I will be that parent that would be like, as an. So like you know, I don't know. Do they still do this? Where like um. Like if you're about parents. to say you're going to back the, back your kid in every situation. I'm no, like, no, no, That's no, not going to happen. No, if I'm no, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that at all. Um, do they still do the whole like uh, parents have to sign the journal after every time you've done your homework? Mm, see, a lot of schools are moving away from the journaling thing because most of the stuff is going up in Google Classroom. I really do still like the journals because not alone does it give you an opportunity to, let's say, if there's a situation where you want to write a note to pick parent about something negative that happened. Yeah. But I like giving positive notes as well every so often. Be like, yeah. this kid has nailed it for the last three now, weeks. I like that. So I ne it's very seldom you actually saw that in school. I actually remember I said this to a teacher at one stage. Now I've 
I don't think I'm not trying to sound like an absolute kiss ass, but I was a bit of a kiss ass in school. Um, but I never got a bad note mm. in school, but I've never gotten a good note either. So like I never like I think as for me, who obviously was a student to all the teachers out there, don't ever feel like you have to like 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 on the re- doing a reason you're writing the journalist to give a bad note when they've done something wrong or if they mm. were late or they didn't hand their homework in or something like that. Like it is okay. Like, would you write a random nice thing in someone's journal to be like, "Can I have your journal actually for a second? And like, say, like you said, for two weeks there, you might have noticed this student was doing an absolute cracking job, and they were handing their their work on time, and they were making an effort in class and stuff like that. And to be like, do you know what? I actually want their parents to know that they're making a really good effort. I felt like, I felt like that would have actually encouraged oh, a lot yeah. of students. It does. It to makes see a massive that. Difference. And the only reason I'm saying this is because there was one subject I will, I, I, I did. And my aunt will actually back me up on this. I tried so hard in this subject. Now, I gave it my all in every single subject in school. And I did, for for the time I was in school, I did very well in my leaving cert, if I do say so myself. But there was one subject I did. And I, I swear, I studied, like, day and night for the subject. I had loads of meetings about, like, what can I do to do better, blah, blah, blah. I wanted a distinction in the subject and I was adamant from day one when I started the subject I was going to get a distinction in it and the teacher I had at the time was just horrible just was not nice to me was constantly telling me you're going to fail you're not going to get a distinction laughing at the idea of me getting a distinction all that sort of stuff knowing full well I was given my blood sweat and tears into the subject in the end I got my distinction nice I was absolutely thrilled to bits because first of all I wanted to prove to her I will get this distinction. You're laughing at me with the idea that I'm going to get it, but I'm going to. I'm telling you now, I am going to get that distinction. And then when I got it, I actually sent her a picture of it when I finished school to be like, <laughs> uh, so I got my <laughs> distinction. And then she was very much like, oh my god, I always knew you were going to do it. I'm like, don't pa- don't patronize me. Like, yeah, you don't, never said that once. You never once said that. Whereas I'm, I feel like if you see a student that genuinely is making a lot of effort. I feel like teachers should write random notes. Now, I know they used to do the whole, again, I don't know if it's like this in your second school now, but like they used to do like um, merit tokens. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Some schools kind of have stuff that's similar, like you got positive and negative points, all this stuff, reward the positive behavior and like, you know, take away for negative behavior. Mm. Like every school has a different system and like every teacher out there would be like, oh, we do this in our school and we do that in our school. And like, my previous school in the UK was actually really good for this where it was like with positive points they actually had two things that they used to do so it was like one if you got over a certain number of positive points you were put into this draw you are like um, given an opportunity to win like a voucher at the end of every term and it was like a hundred pound voucher so it was decent enough like yeah. all for just being positive but they had a second one which was actually really sneaky which was way better in my opinion and it was called Zilshows. And it basically was if you didn't get any negative points throughout the year, you got to go on a trip at the end of the term or at the end of the school year, depending on what year group you were in. And it was like a proper trip. Like you might go to like uh, an amusement park or you might go to some like it, like we we're on the fringe of London. So you'd go into London for a day trip doing whatever. Like there might be something organized. It was nice. it was a decent trip. But what I like about that is. Sometimes a lot of the naughty kids, this is going to be weird to explain. Sometimes your most naughty kids would also be the kids that got the most positive points. 
Okay. Because you get the whole teachers trying to change their behavior and reward anything. So like, mm. this is going to sound like there's going to be so many teachers out there will be like, oh my God, yes, this happens all the time and I hate it. And parents be like, really? If a kid who is a pain in the arse, who doesn't even bring their bag to school or a pencil or a pen or whatever, if they turn up to your class and their uniform is neat and tidy, you might go, oh, it's good to see that you're wearing the uniform correctly. That's a positive point. Or, oh, it's great to see that you brought a pencil case with you. That's a positive point. All right. So you start rewarding the most basic behavior because you're trying to get them to do it more often. But you wouldn't do that for any other kid in the class. No. And then all the kids who are like, hey, I'm, I'm doing this every day. Yeah. I've never once got a positive point off you. That's not fair. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you've got, so there's like, you get those kids at the bottom who are also like, they cause the most problem, but they also get the most rewards of everyone. So they always get loads of positive points. And then you get the really, really super bright kids who just stand out for everything because they're so academic or in super sporty, they're just involved with everything. So they stand out for everything. Mm. We get a massive bracket of kids in the middle who don't really get acknowledged for anything. Yeah, like they're getting through school, they're trying their best, whatever, but they don't really stand out. And I hate to say, like, they're the kids who I feel the worst for because they don't get noticed by a lot of people. Yeah. Do you know? And then and they kind of go through six or eight years of secondary school just kind of a bit meh. Yeah. And you kind that of was go, me. that's a bit, you feel a bit sad for them. Yeah. And like, the really outstanding teachers are really good at capturing those kids and keeping them engaged and keeping them loving that subject. I always found there was two specific teachers that really kept me engaged and really made me like my school experience because of two specific like subjects that I did, which was English and history. I absolutely, like, I was so excited when I seen like I had like double history or double English mm. or something like that because I just loved the idea of essay writing and learning all about history and uh, like reading poetry and reading novels and stuff like that. I just loved all of that. And, but if it was a certain, so a different subject I wasn't very fond of, like maths or anything like that, I'm like, oh, like, I'm really sorry. I science. love you. Yeah, you're right. I, I love you it. dearly, but I hated science. Most people. Hate it. I used to shiver with the idea of going into biology. I was like, Ugh. Most people hate science. So there's something that really weird that happens. And it's something that I bring up the whole time. First years coming into school or whatever you call kids when they're going into their first year of high school or middle school or whatever. They come in with such an enthusiasm for science. Mm. And like they might have done a little bit in primary school. They might not have ever done it I at came all. in absolutely buzzing for science. Everyone's buzzing for science. And by the end of the year or by the end of second year, they hate the subject. Yeah. And I'm like, what do we... And like, I would love to actually put out there, what do we do that makes you hate the subject by the end of it? I think a lot of people... Because obviously there's a, there's a, uh, there is a good chunk of people that absolutely loved science and really got into the whole chemistry and stuff like that of it. But like, I feel like, number one, I don't find it boring... But I feel like personally, for someone who is shocking at maths, I feel like there's an aspect of maths to oh, science. Yeah, there is. And if you are bad at maths, you're gonna you're not gonna you're gonna really find do, that part. Really you're hard. gonna find science quite difficult. And that's where I I clashed. Mm. I was I did grinds, I did after school study, everything up maths. I got all the help that I that could possibly be handed to me when it came to maths and I still just couldn't grasp it. So that's why I dropped maths in the end mm. or dropped science in the end because just the idea... Now, my teacher was fantastic. Oh my God, she was just 
like Miss Flynn, if you're watching this, you're probably not. But hey, how you doing? Someone, someone send us to Miss Flynn. Quickly. Someone <laughs> send us Miss Flynn. She was a fantastic teacher. She was there for years, but she was so engaged in with students. But you could also have the crack with her. Mm. And as well, she always knew the line as well. So she always like I had her from first year to leave and start. And that's like a great, that's a great system to get them all the way through. Oh my goodness! And like, but she always knew the lines, so she always knew who her younger students were. She always knew the banter to have with them. Does that make any sense? Oh yeah. But then once she became a senior student, things relax a little. Things relax a little bit. She could have more of a, a bit more of a laugh with you. You could talk to her about certain things. It, it was it was a really great relationship that she like she built with all of us throughout the years. So in a in a sense. I enjoyed her more so than I enjoyed the subject. That's fair enough. Yeah. And like, it is interesting because I I suppose I've been lucky enough, let's say last year in particular, I got a situation where I was, I had a lot of, let's say, one-on-one lessons or there might be two or three students to just me and we'd be doing the subjects, whatever. But during that stage, you get to talk to them about like, you know, their experience in school and what they like about different subjects and whatnot. And you like, you learn very quickly that some people love subjects and some people love the teachers teaching the subjects. Mm. And if you are one of those teachers who can bring that love to a subject, you keep so many more people in that Massively. subject that would have been gone years ago. Yep. And like Massively. This this isn't a woe me moment. So don't don't all of you start going, Oh, Ty, don't be like that, okay? I would have previously been a teacher like that. I think my second, maybe even third year of teaching, I was that teacher that like people enjoyed going to their classes liked it i was do you know what it was it was the kids those middle ground kids upwards used to love the lessons but if you were a kid who like messed about bang i was kicking you out of the class Mm. i was like i'm not having you ruin these lessons for these kids who actually want to learn understandably um and they would love that and then i went into management and i actually think i became very mediocre i became a bit of a shit teacher for a couple of years i wouldn't call yourself a shit teacher but like as in in my mind you probably, beca- you probably became been, a lot more serious I wouldn't there would have been a lot more management but I would have, I actually thought my lessons took a bit of a dip as well okay because I was I was never focused on what my lessons were like at the time mm. I was more focused on dealing with the outcome of someone else's classes that were going on and this, the detentions of seven students that I had to, to run that evening and how many emails I had to send to parents about whatever it was and my mind drifted away from my own classes and I actually one of the things, and I know that student doesn't like me now either, because they were like, he basically, they were like, he was never focused on our class. But oh, I'm glad she had the balls to say it in one of the, like, the middle of our classes. She was like, sorry, I don't know what's happened in the last year, but like, it doesn't feel like you're here anymore. Oh, wow. And I was like, what do you mean? And like, she said this in front of everyone. She was like, you come in, you're teaching, but like, you're not the way you used to be. And that was really hard to take because like and other teachers out there will get this like sometimes you forget what kind of teacher you were when you get put into a new position and you lose a little bit of yourself at times. And it's actually something I still feel like I haven't fully got back. Yeah. But like now that I've seen my timetable, there's a couple of classes in there. I'm like, right, I have the opportunity to to find that fun teacher and become that teacher who makes that subject lovable. Yeah. For people so we'll see I'm, I'm, I'm excited the way about I, that the way I look at it with, with you anyway I feel like with your classroom like with, I feel like with for this year for you anyway I feel like you've got so much potential to really come out in, in and find out 
the kind of teacher you want to be. I know you know in a sense what you want to be. You know the kind of teacher you want to be. Yes, but I feel like this is the year for you to be like. I don't know, really show that fun side to you as well, but also keep that professionalism to you as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because like at the end of the day, you have to understand every student out there now knows who you are. They know who you are. You are teacher type. You are the TikTok teacher. So they see that fun side. Of, go follow me. No, <laughs> no, but like they see that fun element to you on they social know it media. Exists. Yeah. They know it exists. Exactly. So I'm like, you can bring an element of that in the classroom. Mm. Don't wait for them to be gone and just do it on social media. Bring that. I understand you obviously have to have that professionalism there and you have to keep it, you know, whatever. But don't forget, like at the end of the day, you said you literally just said it yourself. If you bring in a fun aspect to the classroom and, and, and the teacher or the students create a, a good bond with the teacher, your, t- your students will become way more engaged. Mm. Way, but I also understand the fact that you don't want to be too lenient because you don't, they won't take it too serious. They won't take you serious either. Like I've definitely gotten softer in the last couple of years. Oh, have you? Oh my God. I've become such a, like a teddy bear. Like my first year of teaching, I gained the nickname, the loud Irishman. That's all I was like t- kids in my school. Cause I would, my very first school, there was 1800 kids. Like you only knew your kids that you taught by name. Mm. You didn't know any of the other kids in school. But like where we were in the science block was like almost like its own separate building. It had its own kind of, I won't say rules attached to it, but like there were separate rules almost attached to it. Yeah. And like if there was misbehavior in the hallway or whatever it was, I was the teacher who would be sent out because I was loud. And like we had lab technicians. Oh, I loved my lab technicians and they were all all lovely ladies. Like they were all in their 70s. They were like just getting by, bringing in their stuff you needed for your lessons, all this jazz. They were the nicest. And they used to come in and be like, there's kids causing problems again. Ty, can you go deal with them? And I'd just go out and be like, lads, lads, come back and back in the class. <laughs> just like roaring, just roaring. And like just let loose. And they were like they'd all rush off to wherever they're going but like you'd hear it then like that was the old Irish teacher or whatever or that's him there coming this way now I just get that's the teacher tiger <laughs> I've softened up so much I don't I don't shout really anymore uh, this is your year man to shout this, or no <laughs> this is your year bring to, to bring Irish the man. fun <laughs> aspect of teacher tiger into the classroom yeah I'm, I'm hoping to do it a bit more I think a lot of the kids I had the one-on-one lessons with, they got to see a lot of that as well. And yeah. for them, that was secretly nice as well because they were like, okay, let's spend some time with the influencer teacher who's having the crack and like is a human. <laughs> yeah, I, I used it for positivity, okay? I wasn't like flashing it. I wasn't I wasn't about flashing off yeah, that thing in school. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't, I swear. I actually like, it was one of those things I, there was only one or two people in the staff that I like was okay with chatting about social media with. But anyway... Anyway. Yeah. But getting back to school, going back to real life getting school. Back to, getting back to school. The main thing was, what I'm saying is, I'm nervous about going back. But I think everyone so does. So I was kids, just about teachers, to say something like parents, that, right? Everyone. So th- this is, this is a moment where I want to, you know, any first years out there starting secondary school or any kids starting primary school, if you're a parent and you're watching this, you know, it's a very exciting time for parents, like for kids starting primary school and stuff like that. But for any young person starting secondary school, just my advice to you would be to enjoy every single second of it. Yes, the first day, the first week is so daunting and it's so nerve wracking because especially if you're going in there with no friends, it is daunting because you obviously want to make new friends. But one 
piece of information I want to give to you, especially to first years, especially to, to people who tend to follow the leader a little bit. If you are going into secondary school with a group of friends and they are, they start to act a certain way. Because I always find, like I said, secondary school, you become, you start to find out the kind of person you are. You kind of find yourself a little bit and you kind of find out the kind of group of people you want to surround yourself with. Make sure to surround yourself with the right group of people. Okay, don't waste your time, your five, six years in secondary school that you're in there. Don't waste your time following around hooligans. Okay, keep your head down, get in there, learn some shit and come out with a good education because do you know what? It, it, you know, it's useful to it, have. Genuinely, and people saying. are going to cringe when I say this. School is the best time of your life. I honestly will say that. Hand on heart. I used to laugh when people used to say it to me. Oh, schools are the best days of your life. I play fuck off. No, they're not. Get me out of this. Now, looking back on it now, going on into my 30s, I'm like, get me back. I'll go back in the morning. If you, if you look I, at your school days now, you get, to, you get to hang out with your mates from nine o'clock until four o'clock every day. You don't have to pay taxes or anything. You don't have to pay rent. You don't you have don't to have pay to bills. Do, you, you don't yeah, have sure, you have to do a bit of learning. But like, it's not like a job. Exactly. Do you know? Do you know? No rent or bills to really And you've got pay. the free, you come home, you do a bit of homework, you've the whole evening to yourself. Like, you get summer holidays off and weekends and midterms. Lads, you don't know how easy you have it. But in all serious, I know we're ta- no, taking a joke out of it, but like in all serious, school is the best days of your life. Don't give teachers a hard time. All right? Just at the end of the day, you have to understand it's their job. They're in there to do a job. If they're giving out to you, you're obviously fucking nagging the maggot. So and just and while we're at it, teachers don't be don't don't necessarily give your students a hard time either. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're just offending the teachers take, there. Take, I wasn't offending teachers. And I parents, was, parents, take if it easy. you let you know me what? finish everyone, the sentence, everyone this man just never give each other a break. Sentence. Can we just say everyone just give each other a break this academic year? Okay, we've all had a lot of learning loss because of COVID. All right, there's just two years down. It's still not right. Just everyone, everyone, just love everybody. Everyone, love everybody. Okay. <laughs> just enjoy it. Enjoy every second of it. Make new friends. You know, try all the subjects. Give it your best, and yeah, at least you can look back in a couple of years' time and say you gave it your all. And like Tyg said, teachers, relax a bit. All right. Show the fun side to you. Show the students that you're actually a human being and not a fucking robot. Ouch. Well, you have to admit, as a teacher, Ouch. some of you can be a bit robotic. Ouch. We'll talk about that in another time. But now we're going to move on to our next section. The DIY. DIY. Oh, you lot thought we were joking when we said we're going to get jerseys made. Boom. Check these bad boys out. Boom. Look at them. They're so colourful. They're class. Them. They're like a 90s throwback. They are 90s vibes. These yeah. are giving me Saved by the Bell vibes. Yeah, all made courtesy of D Armour Sportswear. If you want to go check out their products, you can do that. Their their website is linked down below. Um, and you can go and ask them for your own kit if you want to get something made. But if you want to see us wearing these in action, you can check out our YouTube video where we take part in Midland's Fittest Families. Superstars. Okay, we're not really superstars though. But you can still check it out. You can still check it out though. Anyway, go back to the video. Boom. Let's go. All right, since we were talking about learning, uh, I felt like this week I learned something new and I actually got to use it in a man skill in public today. Did you see me go a bit mannish? Did you see me go a bit mannish today? Mannish. Mannish today. I actually got to talk about 
man things from stuff I've learned in DIY. When did you go manic? So for everyone out there that didn't know because we didn't post it anywhere, we were we were shopping today in Killarney. Yeah. Um, we we actually posted nothing. We posted nothing, which is great. I love it. This has like been like a proper cleanse from social media the last 12 weeks-ish, kind of, for me. Um, but we were out in, in Killarney, ended up in the army surplus store. Oh, yeah. And they God. sell loads of bits and bobs oh, and tools God. or whatever. And uh, I learned about a, a particular uh, disc during the week. Cause <laughs> is that what you're on about? Listen, listen, let me let me tell my story the way I want to tell it, okay? Don't don't start correcting me on the details because I'm going to look heroic <laughs> oh, in this God. story. All right? Okay? <laughs> okay? Don't be correcting them. Don't be telling them the truth. Okay? But uh, during the week, myself and dad were cutting... Cutting the uh, the bricks for paving in the back, right? And we were using certain types of blades, and uh, we had been talking about the prices of these blades and everything. And he was saying, "It's it's outrageous, psych." This is my man voice for everything. It's outrageous, psych. The price of discs is crazy. It's not even English. This is my, this is what I call a man voice. It's a man voice when you do man things. You put on the man voice. Okay? Go on, right? And he's like, "It's outrageous. The price of these discs is crazy." But I could get them an Audi. 10 quid, 10 quid tag. I'm like, right. I'm inside in the Aldi surplus tower and I spot these discs. Beautiful diamond cut. They're for they're special ones for cutting tiles and cutting bricks and stuff like that. Proper stuff. Not just for cutting steel. Proper diamond discs. That's what they're called. And I saw it and I said, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. I went, oh man. Chelsea, I need to ring dad. I need, I'm going to ring dad, okay? There's discs here. £3.50. £3.50, mate. £3.50. This is exactly how it went. FaceTime. Minus the English minus accent. The English. But you see, that's my, that's, that's my, exa- see, I can't, I can't do the man actions properly because they won't, they won't see it. I have to exaggerate it for the Spotify listeners. And uh, rang dad, we had a proper man conversation and I was like, and I was like, if I spot anything else, I'll let you know, right, mate? All right. Oh, 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 oh. And he was oh like, you actually, said it, mate. You said it. Oh, oh, I'm actually oh, cringing. Oh. I'm actually cringing. <laughs> we were in the middle of this outlet store and like he was FaceTiming his dad and like, first of all, it was very loud. Half the store <laughs> could hear this whole conversation. So it actually got so loud at one stage, another broke, another man came, came over. up, right? And not to give out, he came, he got involved in the conversation. He, he came up and was like, just a quick one, mate. Again, not even English, he's just Irish, but it's, it's a bloke, it's a bloke. He was having a bloke conversation, so he gets the bloke voice. Just a quick one, mate. Just just be careful, right? If you've got, if it's a special cutting tool you've got, you got to check the inside. But if it's an angle grinder, you're all right. And I went, it's all right, mate. It's an angle grinder. Cheers, mate. Oh. Uh, blokey, 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 blokey. Uh, uh, man conversation, isn't it? <laughs> you're actually so cringe. I actually can't cope with He's so cringe. I love, I, you have to admit there's a bit of a blokey uh, uh, to that. I was just dying laughing. Uh, uh, <laughs> dying laughing. Tell him what else you bought today. Oh, but, oh my God. I actually got to what? go full... I should have done this for 12 weeks ago, to be honest. But I wasn't in Clarny. I Not that that's an excuse. I could have bought them anywhere, really. I almost got myself some work boots. Work mm-hmm. boots? Steel toe capped. And I, I was going to go all out and get myself a pair of Snickers pants. But I was like, it's too hot. Well, and there was no Snickers pants there. No, well, there was versions similar there was to versions them. Snickers is more like the brand. It's like those workman pants. But I ended up like, do you know what? I'm just going to get myself workman shorts because it's going to be all inside. To and be fair, they actually hot. just look like shorts. But they've, nah, but they've got the pockets. They have, two, they have a pocket on the side type. They've got extra pockets. You could have got them in pennies. For sandwiches or something. I don't know what the workman Sandwiches? Pants I don't know what. I'm not a real you workman, okay? Eat, I am a eat sandwiches. It doesn't matter. I've now got the workman pants. I don't know what you use the pockets for. 
Okay, I'll find out when I hang out with more blokes. They'll tell me what to put <laughs> in the pockets. Blokes. <laughs> <laughs> I assume one of them is a sandwich, a sandwich uh, pocket. Oh my god! <laughs> the other one, uh, pencils. I don't know. <laughs> pencil goes in your ear. Yeah, I, I do that. That's only one pencil. What if you See, lose that not, pencil? Not a true workman. Not a true workman. I actually here. bought. Dad doesn't notice yet. Oh, pencils! I, I did. Fuck off! I bought ten. Carpenter's pencils Oh for God's sake Not, not for me For that Alright okay Right because right now We are going through Every single pencil That I had inside In the, in the office They're gone They're gone They're pretty much all gone And like They just go down to the house And then we sharpen them This is it's the manliest way I've ever sh- I'm going to have to put on The bloke voice for this You might When you when you got a pencil right You need to sharpen it Using a Stanley knife Now now you can't Can't be using like his typical pencil sharpener now. Stanley knife might ruin the top. That's, that's how it's done. I can't with the accent. <laughs> I actually can't. Can't cover it. <laughs> this is what I have to do with it. I feel, I feel like from now on, this section of the episode, we've got one episode to go. I feel I was like gonna <laughs> one episode next left. Next episode, it's going to be all Dave. Dave's going to come on to talk about the DIY. Yeah, it's going right, mate. Project's going really well. We've uh, been back in the attic this week. We've sort of putting up some insulated slab, isn't it? We actually have. That's, that's not actually. <laughs> I'm that's giving actually you the updates through Dave. I feel. I feel like this. That's is, actual factual information uh, right there. I was. I was chatting with my colleague yesterday. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't on site, but uh, he's told me that himself and the plumber, uh, the plumber. I don't know. <laughs> plumber. Uh, the the foreman and the plumber. Here after uh, they've tanked. Tank the uh, the the shower tray means it means there's no water can get through it anymore. So if if there's a leak, it ain't gonna come down in your kitchen, in it, mate. You don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Work with me here, woman. Work with me. <laughs> I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> He's just ask, going full English. Ask me about any updates for any rooms. Let's see if I've got anything I can give you. Well, you've completed the back garden. Oh, mate, mate, let me tell you about the back garden, right? Back garden is completed. Nah, we, we've, what we did, right, during the week, we whacked it, didn't we? We've got a whacker rat. Then we sanded it. <laughs> we've got, we've got a shed next week coming from Denmark. Is it coming? Yes, due due come from Denmark, isn't it? Yes. We're going to build that in about two hours. What, no what, problem. What, <laughs> Me and the old mucker, me old mucker there, John. We're going to be building that shed. Once it's done, right, we've got... What kind of shed got, is it? It's, it's a big... It's anthracite grey. That's the colour. What kind of shed is it? It's a big one. Two by two metre. Right? It's going to be... It's got a slanted roof. It's not one of those house-looking ones. Now it's going to slant back. It's going to be nice. Just trust me on it, mate. Right, love? It. Right, love? Right, darling? It. It's going to be nice. I was like, why are you calling me mate? Uh, yeah, because it felt unnatural calling you mate, but then I was like, is this sex if I start calling her darling? No. I suppose you're now in a relationship with Builder Dave. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna build a shed in about two hours, darling, all right? And then uh, we're going to pour in the, the foundation of the base inside. That's what's got to be done. Keep it solid, you know? Solid. 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 That shed, tell you now... You could have a hurricane. Class five would knock it over. Mm. Telling you. Me and me and Maka John will get the job I done. I feel like Tyg's body has been consumed by Dave right now. Wh- and I wh- feel wh- like wh- I feel like that is enough 
of the updates of DIY this week, lads, because <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh, Dave is a little much. So we're saying goodbye from Dave? We're saying goodbye to Dave this goodbye week, Goodbye from folks. Dave. Cheerio, meow, muckers. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Now, now that Dave's left the building, oh, now God that Dave's left the building, right? I suppose we better end the uh, episode with our usual. That's a bop. I think Chelsea, did you somehow manage to sneak a win? Yes, Addy. I don't like this. All yes, right, Addy. Yes, Addy. I felt I felt a little bit of sabotage came into that one because the right version of my song didn't come up. It was mixed in with um. Oh, no Okay. That, but now man. I actually weirdly like that mix because I like both songs, but together doesn't quite go as as good as the normal. So, Tigs, that's a bop. Our last stop, he came in at sixty five percent. Not good. Whereas and yours? your gal, your gal came in with a topping seventy three percent. Ding ding ding! We have a winner. So you won. You won this week, which is fair. Like I, I'm like. Cool, right? I actually think that brings our totals really close together now. I have got to be on top by now. No, no, no. There is no way. You were really far behind at the start. You forget how far behind. There was a stage where it was like 7-3 or something like that or, or even further. Like I had a big lead. Now, I don't know what it is. We'll have to look it up before the final episode to see if it's still possible to win. All right. Right. But we've, we've got to go with this week's uh, theme. Okay, we already did a school one, so it's not going to be school. Yeah. But it's the idea of going back to school. So this song has to feature the idea of going back to something. We're going back to something or, or returning to something. Back, or just back or Just going return. back. That idea, does yeah. that make sense? Um, so I'm intrigued to see. I gave I gave Chelsea an example earlier because yeah. it was like uh, back to life, back to reality. Right. That was like the example. That counts, okay? Okay. Um, what did you go for? Am I going first? Yeah, you won, so you get to go again. Okay, so I have gone for this week for Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Oh, I don't know if I... Oh, oh, interesting. Oh, that'll, that'll, ooh. That is a shame. kind of like summer vibe as well I think in my opinion that is a summer vibe oh this is going to be interesting so because I've also gone for something that is a bit out there okay but in my in, I hope this is the original uh, I went for back once again for the renegade master oh let's see where it comes in oh my god I forgot how slow the intro is That is a tune. I want that. That's bad. So yeah, it'll be interesting. That is a good tune. Okay, I will. Hands up. I will say it to you. I will say. Do you know? I never told you last week. uh, I was in work on Friday, and Shane. This is Ty's best friend. Shane came down. <laughs> came down to the office. I don't know where I went. Chelsea, I had to give you an ass stop this week. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, I had to give you an ass stop this week. I was like, fine. He was like, usually he goes, usually I vote for yours. Usually he goes, usually you, you've got good songs. This week, 
Tyke had to. <laughs> he had done you. I said, you're having a laugh. I said, there's no way Tyke had done me. But I yeah, love it. We actually get so many turned of against you. me last week. Yeah, did right. Did right. I said once. I don't care. I love, I love when we get messages from people being like, that was a good choice, Tyg, but Chelsea's was better or vice versa. Yeah. I love that because like, there's so many people. There's actually more people probably like voting on that than there is listening to the podcast. It's like become a real thing. It's actually mental. I love that. So many people vote for that and we absolutely love it. So you know what to do. Go over to our Instagram and vote which one you think is a... That's a bop. Oh my God. You, the concussion is the kicking g- back in <laughs> again. <laughs> You need to go I'm to bed, girl. You <laughs> Lay her down in the, the back in the dark room. And go and listen to that story about because I'm actually convinced I have concussion. I can't think straight. But go on over to our Instagram and vote which one you think is a bop and which one you think is an ah stop. Ah stop. That's right. Go over. And while you're there, don't forget to hit that follow button. Don't forget to also click on the link tree. Go to YouTube. Hit subscribe on that one. Yep. And maybe, maybe if you're feeling in the mood for it, go click on that Patreon button as well and consider spending a couple of those glorious little euros or pounds or dollars you have on on two of your creators who are keeping you entertained at least once if not more times during the week actually the hope, hands are actually creepy this is this, this is this is the subscribe face <laughs> <laughs> subscribe but definitely go and subscribe to our youtube and our patreon especially our patreon because next week's episode will be the last episode of season two and we will be taking a long, long break until we get the house done. So we can't we can't confirm nor deny when we will be back for season three. We will be back. Don't get me wrong. We will be back. But when, we don't know. So go and subscribe to our Patreon where you will get weekly updates, mostly weekly updates from us, where you will be kept in the loop of what's been going on with the life of Chelsea and Tyke. That's right. So on that note, I suppose we better end the episode. Ring that school bell. It's the end of the school day. Y'all can go home now and enjoy the rest of your lives. <laughs> Until tomorrow. Don't go forget have... to check Google Classroom. <laughs> <laughs> go have an amazing weekend and best of luck to everybody starting secondary school, primary school, college. college. New Whatever. Jobs. Best of luck. Go have a, an amazing and parents experience. Parents sending their kids off for the first time. Go and and make friends, make new experiences. Best of luck to all the teachers going back as well. And yeah, like Tyke said, best of luck to all the parents waving bye bye to their to their babies flying the nest. Go have an amazing weekend. Freedom! And we will chat to you next week. <laughs> Go on, good luck. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.